Good evening, English 11, English Teacher Radio coming at you. It is now, at the tone the time will be, 7.28 p.m. I'm getting on the pod a little early tonight, everybody. Um, I got a Friday night Zoom call with my friends, not to get too crazy um, on my Friday night here, but uh, it's the second Friday in a row, and... I think it's really important that we're all socially connecting. And if you're a social person like me, I'm sure this time feels impossible for you. Um, it does feel really hard. Um, I didn't realize how how much I relied on my friends, my family. And it's, yeah, I mean, I can talk to them on the phone, but I just want to kind of like sit on the couch with people or go out to dinner with somebody or give somebody a hug. I really do miss all of that. And if you miss all of that, I think that's really totally normal. So I'm recording early to hop on my Zoom call at 8 o'clock, which is, I'll take it, but um, I'd so much rather have people over and share the space and, you know, I miss it. Anyway, guys, um, I got a couple of things I want to talk to you about. One is my day and my silver lining. And I want to talk about what people are reading out there. And I want to talk about our uh, common lit assignments. And then we're going to do some shout outs. So first, my day. Well, I bought my kids this tent in the backyard that we put in the backyard. And um, it's going to rain tonight. And I'm debating whether or not I should go bring the tent in or should I just leave it outside? What do you guys think? Any campers, people who camp out there, can I just leave the thing outside? It's on a tarp. I don't know. It's got a rain fly. I don't know. Um, so they played in the tent today. My kids did their school. Um, it's Friday, so it was a little light on the work for everybody. I did the homeschool thing with Tatum. She's responding quite well. She, I think I've said this, but she really likes when I discipline imaginary students in class. Um, so, yeah, things are moving right along. Um, the silver lining for me today was I had a bunch of them. One is about three o'clock in the afternoon, which we all know is the halfway point between lunch and dinner when everyone needs a snack. I toasted two pieces, two slices of white bread. Now guys, I realize a lot of my silver linings have to do with toasted bread and sometimes cheese or a combination of those two things. And I think there's probably a lot more people out there like me then there are not like me. Like, I think a lot of us find solace in bread and cheese. And uh, these are times for indulgences in bread and cheese. So I took my two, two pieces of white bread. I put them in the toaster. I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I ate it with a very tall glass of milk. And I'm really here to tell you that if you're going to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you really need to have that glass of milk. Um... It really all worked. The textures, the temperatures, all of it. It was uh, it was awesome. It was a little indulgent with the white bread, but it's really what the doctor ordered. So I couldn't have that if I were at school in the middle of sixth hour. Can't go for the PB&J and the cold glass of milk in the middle of sixth hour. People are, they would be very distracted by that. I think, I think everybody knows what I'm talking about in sixth hour. Um, we don't have time for snack time in sixth hour. You know what I'm saying, guys? Hashtag sixth hour strong. Are you feeling, are you picking up on what I'm putting down right now? But another really cool part of my day is, oh my God, it has to do with food again. In my house, like dessert has turned in, into this big deal. And I think it's because like we can't, 
spoil ourselves with anything really. Like we can't go to Dairy Deluxe. That's my, um, that's where I go to get ice cream. I don't know where you guys go to get ice cream. Um, I go to Dairy Deluxe at 14 and one word. Actually, I'm quite intrigued as to know where people on in um, Berkeley and Huntington Woods or Oak Park go to get ice cream. But anyway, my haunt is Dairy Deluxe. Well, we can't like go to Dairy Deluxe, right? Um, yeah, we like can't go out and do our usual fun thing. So we eat dessert. Um, and so, yeah, we had a really good dessert tonight, all four of us. That was another silver lining. The last thing I'll say, I got a lot of silver linings today. Um, I'm like homeschooling my daughter and she is, you know, she's four. So a lot of the lessons that her teacher sends us or the videos that they send us have to do with things that you learn when you're a kid, like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. And I know this is going to sound so dumb, but I have to be honest, like I've, I'm so fascinated by everything she's learning because, you know, it's like when you have a kid, you get to relearn the whole world. And I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen these videos of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly, but I had to show Tatum. So, you know, we do the whole deal, the stories or whatever. And then I was like, oh, Tatum, you got to watch this YouTube video. And the video is the caterpillar. They show the whole thing, but it's like, you know, the, the video is sped up. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. So the caterpillar is born out of this like see-through egg. And then the caterpillar eats its own egg. And then it like starts off really teeny tiny. And then it eats everything. And it, you know, becomes 500 times the size of its original self. I don't know if that's the scientific number, but it becomes gigantic. Then in the video, they show it like, you know, there's a science word for it, but it's basically getting rid, whoops, getting rid of its skin and, um, you know, going into its cocoon. Unbelievable. And then it comes out a butterfly. You guys, are you kidding me? The cells change. Isn't that unbelievable to you? Anyway, we read this book today called, oh shoot. I think it was called first. What was it called? First the egg. And it says first, the, and it's super simple. First the egg, then the chicken. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Next page. First the tadpole, then the frog. Well, Tatum's like, mom, what's a tadpole? I was like, oh my God, like this is equally fascinating. It starts off as a, this thing and then it grows legs and arms and a completely different body. I thought that was so cool. Anyway, so it would say like first this, then that. And then at the end of the book, it said first a word, then a story. And I just thought that was so adorable. Um, so I'm, I'm fascinated by so many things that I don't think I've taken the time to think about in a long time because I teach, you know, high school where it's like, we know all that stuff. But then when you come back and revisit it, it's really cool. Hey, do you want to read in five minutes? Oh, gotcha. That was my son. Sorry. Um, okay. We'll talk, Kai. Okay. I'm always trying to make him read. Um, he just ran away. So, um, lots of silver linings today. Okay. Guys, let's talk about two things. So, uh, what are people reading? Here are some books that I heard of, that I heard from people on the gram. Harry Potter, um, Perks of Being a Wallflower. If you've never read Perks of Being a Wallflower, this is sort of an iconic YA book that uh, you would not, maybe, I don't know, you wouldn't learn it. Like you wouldn't be taught. It's not like a Fahrenheit 451, right? Um, but it's extremely popular. They made a movie out of it. I think you'd enjoy it. Somebody's reading it. Um, Grapes of Wrath. Woo. That's a heavy weight right there. That's for the people who are serious, serious readers. I loved hearing that. Survivor, a book called Empty City. 
Um, someone said they were going to start a book called Finding Chica. And Finding Chica is this latest memoir by Mitch Album, who writes for the Detroit Free Press. He also wrote Tuesdays with Maury, The Five People I Meet in Heaven. Anyway, um, my mom read Finding Chica and she like freaked out about it. She was like, everyone has to read this. She tried to force me to take it. I was like, mom, I don't have time to read this right now. This is when we were still in school. Um, she's reading me excerpts and tearing up about it. She thought Finding Chica was phenomenal. Um, Mitch Album is notoriously, I shouldn't say notoriously. That's not how that word gets used. Mitch Album is Oh, what's the word I want to say? He is known for like writing in a way that is very easy to read. And it, I don't mean to say that his writing is elementary. I'm just trying to say like he writes for a very broad audience. So anybody in our class could pick up any Mitch album book and be able to get through it, which is cool. That's a cool thing about him. Um, people are reading poetry. Uh, we have a student who's reading Robert Frost poems. And I think it was Robert Frost's birthday yesterday. A, a amazing American poet writes a lot about the natural world. I think if you're a reluctant reader or maybe you don't have books at home, I love poetry. If you're looking for a great website for poetry, um, you should go to Poetry 180. That is a website put together by Billy Collins, who's a former U.S. poet laureate. And it's one poem every day uh, for the whole school year. So you can always read those. They're really awesome. Um, let's see. We have someone who's reading People Magazine. Thank you for your honesty. I want a People Magazine now that I think about it. I would love to read a People Magazine right about now. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's the list. So if you haven't told me what you're reading, feel free to send me an email. Or if I forgot about you, feel free to harass me on social media. Um, and I love that people are reading on their own. Okay. Having said that, I want to now go to our common lit assignments, which are all about um, education. And we've had two assignments that are about people that are from a long time ago um, who really had to come by their education, uh, like really kind of had to like fight tooth and nail to be educated. And I know I've said this before, but I really want to bring up this question again, which is like, not which is like, sorry, bring up this question, which is what should an education be? Um, I think... I think you guys are at a very interesting place right now to consider what you want out of your day. So I know a lot of you miss school, but I'm sure a lot of you don't miss certain parts of it. Um, like assuming that you want to grow as a reader, writer, a thinker, a mathematician, a scientist, like what do you think you need every day out of your education? You've had two weeks with no school. What do you think has happened to your brain? <laughs> Maybe you've been able to like de-stress. I mean, I know the news is stressful, but if you found school and the pressure of school to be stressful, maybe you're in a much better, much better place to learn. Um, maybe your home is a really conducive environment, but maybe your home is not a conducive environment, right? Like it just all depends. But I think it's such a good question. What do you guys, what, like if you had to, if you had to, or could design your educational experience, what, what would you, what do you think people your age should do all day? I've heard from a lot of you guys that there's, I mean, I don't know if I would say there's more physical activity during your day now, but, um, but certainly I think people are fine. I know for me, I try to go outside at least multiple times a day. And I know that if I don't go outside, I will take like a total of 30 steps a day. So I'm going outside a lot more, but at the same time, I'm losing all that time that I was like up and moving around at work. But 
I personally believe that everyone's education should involve physical education of some kind. It doesn't have to look like, you know, we're all lifting weights in a gym, but everyone's day should have involved physical education. And I'm sure a lot of you have gone through four years of high school or three years of high school and um, not had tried to avoid physical education classes at all costs. Um, yeah, I, I truly believe guys, if I could, if I could design the day, I would want at least 45 minutes of total silence, phone free, where people could read quietly. Um, and even if you weren't, you didn't have a stamina for 45 minutes at first, like you would still be offered that time every single day. I think that that would be a game changer for everyone. I know it's really hard to give yourself those 45 minutes every day. Like I know for me personally, um, this time away from school and having to do my job from home and having to respond to emails all day from coworkers and students, it's made my phone have a much larger presence in my life, which I don't like. But at the same time, I try to be really deliberate about getting rid of it. So um, I would love it if someone had a protected space for me where I could read every single day for 45 minutes. I typically read before I fall asleep. Um, and you know, some you guys know, sometimes that's like four minutes. Um, yeah. But I think that reading uh, is super therapeutic. And I know some of us read on our phones, but I think I've said this before. I, I had to switch to a, a book to get myself away from my phone. Because I know if I open up the book on my phone, two seconds later I'm on Twitter or I get a text or I, I get an email and I want to read it and then I want to think of this other thing. Um, so I had to go back to reading real books. So I, I think I'll eventually put together some sort of, uh, I was going to say project, but I didn't want people to freak out. But I do want to put something together where, I'm, where I make you guys think about what should the day look like? What should the day look like? Like maybe would it, the day be easier if it were more independent or if it were more guided, you know, or if there were less classes, but you could really go deep into certain topics or if there were more classes that offered a bigger variety, like what would it look like so that you have the most growth, right? Cause that's what we're after. We're not after entertainment. I mean, we are, but we're really after growth above and beyond. What would the day look like where you could, you could really grow the most, you could reach your full teenage potential. Um, okay. I want you guys to be thinking about those things. Please let me know what you're reading. Um, please let me know if you need help finding a book. I got a link from my friend about books on Audible. So I'll try to figure that out and put it into classroom. Okay, guys, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Shout outs. So let's do some shout outs. Oh, I gotta, I gotta look at my email and make sure I'm not missing anybody on the email, but I don't think I am. Um, okay. Let's see. Who am I shouting out tonight? I am shouting out Tori, Lilia, Tessa, Brooke, Gage, Xavier, um, Evan, Ethan. Guys, thanks so much for finding me on Instagram. Thanks so much for sending things to my email inbox. Thank you so much for turning in work. Thank you so much for responding to me, for everybody out there, for everybody out there who has touched base with me. Thank you so much. I think it's really important that we try our best to try our best to maintain our community because our community is a very valuable thing. And if you didn't think that before, I think you might be thinking that now. So keep reading, keep writing, 
Stay healthy, everybody. I love you very much. I hope you guys have a great weekend and I'll be back on Monday night.